Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals. Plus 14. 35 days, 35 professionals. To keep you sane during the lockdown extended edition. Hello and welcome to day 35, the final day of lockdown, the final day of our podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure and a privilege being able to provide these podcasts every single day. And we thank you to each and every one of you who have tuned in to listen to our podcasts. It has been an honor being your hosts for the last 35 days. My name is Kirsten Falkerson and with me, the wonderful Danielle DeToy. I think I can agree with what Kirst has said. You know, it's, it's really been a journey over the past 35 days and we're so grateful for everyone that has not only given their time in terms of all of the different professionals that we've interviewed that have given up their time freely, that have created the most incredible content, but also to all the listeners that have been listening, that have been getting involved, that have been sharing our podcast. We're really, really grateful. So we have interviewed about 33 people in total. We had two fantastic guests who went twice. The last day, the two professionals are us. So this is my lovely colleague, Kirsten Foxen, counseling psychologist at Janet By The Way and Associates in Tableview, and I'm Danielle DeToy, also counseling psychologist at Janet By The Way and Associates. And we're going to be having a chat to you guys today. So there will be no special guest. It is just us. <laughs> today, we thought we would talk about just some different aspects. So first of all, what we've learned, aspects that have stood out, some themes of the podcast, the difficulties in maintaining it what our plans are going forward, and what is our piece of take-home advice for listeners going forward. So, Danny, what have you learned from this podcast? I think I've learned about the sheer sense of character, sense of people's character, the capacity to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even when things are difficult, when things are hard, and the sheer capacity for resilience and fortitude, you know, bearing difficult circumstances with courage, even when it is difficult and even when it has been so tough. I think I've also learned about the capacity that people have to be creative, the capacity that people have for compassion, for standing together when things are tough. You know, we've had so many professionals being willing to share of their time, and we've really seen South Africa become united through this, which has really, really stood out for me. I think Another thing that I've learned or that stood out for me, I was, I was talking to a colleague, Honey Kirkaldi, and she said, you know, the capacity of people for meaning making and making meaning in difficult circumstances and coming out the other side, as well as their sheer capacity for, for flexibility. So I think it's, it's been a really incredible time for me in terms of looking at people making meaning, even with us making meaning and and really just fostering a sense of resilience. What are, what are some of the things, Chris, that you think that you have learned during our, our podcast? Well, I, I must agree with most of the sentiments that you've mentioned. You know, the fact that so many people have done so many incredible things, but how quick people are to grow. You know, if I, if I look at what the dictionary definition of resilience is, it's the ability to become strong, healthy, or successful again, after something bad happens. And this is something bad that's happened. This is something horrendous that's happened. And yet everyone that we've interviewed has 
come out so strong and so powerfully optimistic. It's been such an honor. What's stood out mm. to me more than anything else is just how optimistic everybody is. There's not been a single interview where anybody has said, yeah, you know what? It's just not good, eh? We should just give up. There's <laughs> no one that said that. Everybody said, keep fighting, keep trying, try your best, do your best. It's going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And that's been the permanent message from every mm -hmm. professional, from every person. And that's been incredible. And what stood out to me in that is how incredible human spirit is. I have loved getting to know the human spirit. It's, it reminds me why I became a therapist and it, it reminds me why I love what I do. Amazing. Definitely. And I think another thing that's really stood out is just people saying, you know, even when it's tough and even when it's hard to be kind, to be kind to yourself and to not put too much pressure on yourself that you're enough is good enough that you're exactly yeah you know yeah. and i think a lot of the people that we've interviewed have emphasized the importance of, of being kind and not placing too much pressure to have this super productive lockdown period and that you know you just getting through the lockdown period is an achievement in itself and that is evidence of resilience as we were discussing just now yeah for sure and i think back on some of the themes of things with that we've covered we've actually learned quite a lot Yes. over the past five weeks <laughs> i mean i think back on the lawyers that was a learning yeah. curve that was a lot of information i did not know before what Definitely. are some of the stuff that stood out for you that you didn't know before wow i think this podcast has been such a learning experience for me i think i've grown as a person but also as a professional and it's been so amazing to have a resource that we can also give to clients with so many different professionals speaking about different things i think of Emily Rautenbach and physiotherapy and all of that. I still have my laptop propped up on two files at the moment. <laughs> nice. Good job. Been Good helping job. my posture. Um, and also what I've also learned, I mean, so when Marilyn Reed spoke about emotion coaching, emotionally intelligent children, I've already ordered the book on take a lot. So um, nice. I haven't read that book before. Um, and I found those five steps were really, really helpful and something that really, really stood out to me. But yeah, I think there's been so much. We've had such an incredible just amount of professionals that have, have been so wise and so gracious and generous with their insights. It's, it's been a lot to sort of take in. What are some of the things, Chris, that have, or some of the themes that have stood out for you? Sure. Um, the themes that stood out to me is that of creativity, you know, with Bianca Copeland and the two artists that we spoke to, Kim Black and Maria Magdalena, when they spoke about how finding things that they are creative, that is creative in their soul and creative ways that they've used that in, in a space where they haven't been able to get physically involved, you know, dancing is such yeah. a physical activity. And yet Bianca found a way of engaging with people over Zoom and over yeah. Instagram and over YouTube. I mean, that's just incredible. It's, it's really inspired me to find new and alternate ways of engaging with clients, of engaging in play therapy. It's, yeah. it's really inspiring in that way. And I think, you know, having a look at some of Bianca's videos on YouTube, I mean, there's even exercises to reduce anxiety in terms of stretching. So just incorporating stretching into my day and things like that. But I think what you're saying is, yes, that emphasis on creativity has been so helpful. It's been about 
thinking outside of the box, taking our practices online and being creative in play therapy sessions that you were talking about in terms of thinking outside of the box and, and an emphasis on, on growth. And I think growth ultimately happens when we are uncomfortable and when it is difficult. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think on Abraham's talk about anxiety and how he outlined that so beautifully in terms of each aspect of anxiety and how it comes up. And it's just stuck in my head about how challenging this time has been, how it's, even though this is stuff that I, as a professional, I'm supposed to know about, and I do know these things, it's still challenging. And you know, that how incredibly brave everybody is in challenge in, in handling this challenge. It's, it's been amazing. It really is. I'm just so inspired by the world. I'm feeling more positive than, than when I started. Yeah. And I think almost, you know, a lot of the speakers have, have really had an emphasis on practical strategies and things that we can incorporate in our day-to-day life. We've got Janet speaking about routine with kids. That routine has been something that a number of a number of professionals have spoken about. We had Bridget speaking about how to enhance couples' relationships and marriage and how to communicate well. And I think a lot of these different episodes are going to be helpful not only during lockdown but afterwards to refer back to when we need assistance with communication with a loved one or when we need assistance with, with baking. I, I also loved the interview with Theda Bevington, you know, having followed her for so many years and then just having this incredible experience, interacting with her, hearing her, her sense of joy and, how, and her sense of overcoming difficult circumstances and how she used creativity and self-care to, mm. to soothe her soul and to yeah. foster that sense of resilience. Yeah, Flip, how could I forget Theta Bevington? I actually made a mistake <laughs> the other day. It's a, it was yes. so good. Wow. <laughs> that woman can bake. She can. If we if we think about, you know, like we said, routine and structure, if we think about Jalai Masango and how he created the sense of occupational engagement, structuring our day, or Nikita de Abreu, who is working from home as a mum. These yeah. all, all these different professionals providing different perspectives on on lockdown. For sure, for sure. And in how challenging this time has been, people have come up with such great ways to to meet those challenges i think about um ryan sands and how he's met the challenges of of long distance running in one house um and how he's he ran a marathon around his house just the other day um Mm -hmm. and i think about uh, lucy breitenbach and how she gave us such great ideas about entertaining dogs i'm so relieved that stage four allows us to walk our dogs between six and nine a.m but I'm so grateful also to her and her ideas because it's really helped the last few weeks since that, since April 13th when we had her podcast that we can have had that chance to really entertain our dogs. As well as professionals that have encouraged us to look at a different perspective. So to try and use empathy to put ourselves in different people's shoes. For example, Matt, the paramedic or Charles, Malanga, who encouraged us to look at some of the feelings and experiences healthcare practitioners are experiencing, or people like Jess, who helped kids, Jess and Danny, who helped kids homeschool at home and understanding what, what ADHD might look like and how it yeah. might present during lockdown. Absolutely, absolutely. And I can't stop thinking about that story that July mentioned yeah. with 
um, you know, if even if you don't plant anything, something grows. So yeah. be sure to plant something that you want to see grow. Um, and I think that speaks so much to this time. It even if you did nothing during lockdown, even if you didn't do what you expected to do, what you hoped to do, something grew in you. You are not the same person that you were at the beginning of lockdown. Every single one of us has grown and shifted in some way. And we are all that field that July mentioned. Every, every single one of us has something growing in our field, whether we wanted it or not. Yeah. There's something there. Definitely. I'm just reminded of, of Kerry, who we interviewed about conscious coping. And Luke, who spoke about resilience. And yes. how it was pictured in a different way. You know, him crossing Africa and going all the way into America to be on Ellen's show. I mean, you've had people overcome incredibly difficult circumstances and relay those to us in a way that makes them accessible for listeners. If we think about Natasha speaking about anxiety at kids at home or Abraham speaking on anxiety or Heidi speaking about how this, this season has been quite traumatic and can be considered a trauma and ways to be kind to ourselves in sort of muddling through and taking it one step at a time. For sure, for sure. And how it's hopefully, a, and hopefully it, it can be a time that's brought us closer. You know, I think about right in the beginning when we spoke with Bridget about turning towards your partner. And when we spoke with Leanne about keeping your children speaking and Natasha, um, you know, really just connecting with those in your family. I, I, I really hope that this time has, has left people feeling more connected and feeling more well. Nikki de Villiers wanted us to eat well. Um, and I hope we, I definitely didn't. I'm sorry, Nikki, <laughs> I tried, but I didn't. Um, but I hope that we at least were able to eat up some of the experiences that we had if not eating. <laughs> 100%. If, if we didn't eat all the good foods and carbs, we ate all the bad ones. Whoops. I think we were also reminded about how important mental health is. We had professionals like Leslie and Karen and Bruce speaking on depression and the different forms it takes. We had Marin speaking on childhood anxiety. We had Amy speaking about this is a difficult experience and what a first therapy session might look like, as well as Lorge telling us about how sensory regulation is going to be important. And even Alan yesterday telling us about what it was like for him being a small business owner. Yeah. And the challenges that he's faced. Absolutely. I guess the only question left to, to think about, Danny, is what next? What are we going to do now? We've finished lockdown. Uh, we have managed to achieve something that we didn't think was possible. This podcast grew out of a spark idea the day before lockdown where Danny phoned me to say, hey, Kirst, what are we going to do? And then we thought, well, why don't we do a podcast? Yeah, great idea. Let's do one podcast every day. Great. So the day before lockdown, we set up to do an unachievable task. Well, and that's what we <laughs> later discovered. It was really quite a, quite a feat to do one podcast a day. With, between doing all of our clients, between doing all of the other work, we managed to do all of the interviewing, all of the editing, all of the, the organizing. And I'm quite proud of us. <laughs> I'm proud of us too. So we have decided that we've really enjoyed the podcast series, even though it has been challenging in terms of it's been quite taxing in terms of our time and things like that. But overall, we really enjoyed it. You know, I feel like our relationship, so Chris and my relationship has 
been strengthened and, and really blossomed and that's been incredible but also we've we've so enjoyed hearing the different professionals speak on different aspects so we figured why not extend our podcast definitely not once a day but how about once a week so our new podcast Chris what is our new podcast called our new podcast will be called how to mental health jailbird edition as we break free from the lockdown we have a we have a guest next week who's going to be speaking to us about resilience to tie the whole lockdown experience together for us but before we close off kirst what is your piece of take-home advice for listeners going forward my piece of take-home advice is that even though this feels like it's going to go on forever it will come to an end to remember that there will be hard days and there will be easier days um, some days won't feel so bad but that to remember to be present in your life and to try and enjoy the small things enjoy the opportunities that you that you have right now uh, enjoy the time with your families enjoy the time with your kids if you have kids with your animals if you have animals enjoy the time on your own if you're on your own paint dance cook Try to find some, something to enjoy. You know, in every, in every moment there is a yin and a yang. There's pain and there's joy. And try to find the joy in each situation. But to do that, you have to be present and you have to be mindful. You have to, you have to really sit and really experience each and every moment as it is um, and to the fullest of each moment. So that would be my, my take-home advice. Amazing. What's yours, Danny? I think my piece of take-home advice is for people to be kind to themselves as they muddle through, as they put one foot in front of the other and take each day at a time, reminding themselves that they have capacity for each day and that their capacity is enough. That's a beautiful sentiment. I love that. I love that, Danny. And from both of us here at our Zoom um, Studios, <laughs> studios from our relative homes uh, behind closed doors. We thank you again. We wish you good luck. Until next time. See you soon. Bye.